The ButteCast is brought to you by Metal Sports Bar and Grill. If your team isn't on TV on Sunday, you don't have to miss a second of the action. In addition to some cold drinks and food cooked to perfection, Metal's has the Sunday ticket. Share on your team on one of 31 big screen TVs. Metal Sports Bar and Grill, where the food is the star. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the ButteCast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, you, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Woohoo! Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Proud to be from Butte, America, USA. Five days ago, Butte High senior Jack Priggy became the first boy at Butte High School to win a state individual golf title since Gary Kopervika in 1963. Priggy overcame a nine-shot deficit with nine holes to play to win the title. He sank a long birdie putt on his last hole to force a sudden-death playoff with Kalispell Glacier star Tyler Avery. Then Priggy birdied the extra hole for the win that seemed highly improbable even entering the final hole. I have followed Jack's career since he was playing in the 13 and under division at the Southwest Montana Junior Golf Tour, and I have always been a big fan. Not only was he always a nice boy, he always seemed like a natural on the course. As I watched his high school career unfold, you could tell he was wise beyond his years. That was evident when he had to miss the postseason as a sophomore because a classmate tested positive with COVID-19. While many adults, including myself, were angry at the unfortunate break, Priggy took it all in stride. A year later, Priggy placed third at state. Last week, he became a champion. Every time I talk to Jack, I am more impressed with him. Today, well, you'll see why. I had an hour-long conversation with him inside the vault at Middle Sports Bar and Grill, and it was as insightful as it was fun. Listen in to see why those who know Jack Priggy will tell you that the sky is the limit for a talented golfer and one heck of a nice young man. Okay, so we have state champion Jack Priggy. How many times has your name been said wrong on the radio or by, <laughs> by teachers over the years with a name like Priggy? Uh, a lot, a lot. Definitely. As or as spelled as I, wrong, too. Yeah, as soon as I meet people, Prig, uh, just about everything but Priggy, uh, honestly. But uh, that's the way it is. Uh, no, nothing wrong with that, yeah. and uh, uh, I'm just uh, thankful I can uh, come on your podcast. Oh, for sure. Thank well, you very I'm much. glad you're here. I think I spelled uh, your sister's name wrong once in a podcast or in a headline on a podcast. I could, you know, I, I've made enough mistakes. I could make a mistake spelling on the podcast too, if I suppose. <laughs> but I, I think I put her name wrong in the headline once, but it was right in the story. But I think I did the I E. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So easy, it's, easy mistake. So it's been uh, this time five days ago. You did not look like you were going to be a state champion golfer. <laughs> no, sir. No, Because I, I think not. Friday you were, you were, uh, what nine sh- shots back at one point? Yep. Um, we made the made the turn, started on hole ten, and we we turned on eighteen, and I was uh, nine back. And I remember saying it to him. He he asked like, what what am I up right now? Like, I played pretty well that nine, and we all counted, and I was like, well, I think I'm in second, <laughs> and I'm nine back of you, so. 
we, we, uh, with nine to go, huh? Yeah, nine, nine to go, nine back. And uh, I just told him, I said, hey, one a hole, and I, one, one a hole, and we'll be playing some extra golf. But uh, it, it's crazy the way it went down, for yeah. sure. Now, how, has it set in that you're the state champion? Uh, kinda, kinda not. I, I don't know. It's, it's been, it's been crazy. Every time someone says, you know, congratulations or, uh, brings up an old memory, it's, it's, uh, it all comes flooding in and all the, all the memories and nostalgia and everything, all the, all the work I've put in it, it all, uh, it all means something, it means something big. And, yeah. and that, that's the part that I'm really holding on to right now. And now you're, you're, you've been all in at golf for quite a while since you were, you were a little kid, you were playing golf. You just... Yeah. When, when did you discover the love for, for the sport? So when I was in elementary school and middle school, I, I played all the sports and, and uh, did everything. But uh, it, it, it was in middle school when my grandpa would always push me, hey, come out and play with me this morning. Come out and play with my, my, uh, my weekend group and, and uh, let's go play a little afternoon match out there. And, and I, I played a ton. I don't remember. It was either seventh grade or eighth grade summer. I played a bunch of golf with uh, my grandpa and my dad. And that, that's really when I realized, like, if, if I work at this, like, this is fun. I love it. Yeah. And, and I know I could do great things. And, Take, and taking like, money from your grandpa's group? Oh, of course. That, that's the best part about it. Walk home <laughs> with, you know, seven bucks and just think I'm on top of the world. <laughs> yeah. And then is the first tournament you played, was that the Southwest Montana Junior yeah. Golf Tour? Yeah, that, that's, uh, those are my roots right there, Southwest Tour. Yeah. Uh, th- that, that really got me into competitive golf because it is much different than – uh, going out and playing for fun, and I know the uh, big difference of it now. Yeah, uh, you know, playing for a state championship versus going out with my buddies and playing a little five-dollar match. It's uh, it's it's a complete it's a completely different experience. And playing the the tour really elevated my game. I'd always go out and shoot a 76, 75 at uh, the country club, and uh, playing the tour, I'd go out and shoot an 87. And, and, yeah, and, and it was completely different. That really got me into the the mindset of playing competitive golf. And uh, just, I wanted that experience in competitive golf, and I always wanted to get better from that tour. And, and I can't thank the people that have put that on enough. And people like you coming out and documenting it and yeah. putting it in view sports and stuff, it, it, that, that really is making a huge difference in youth golf. Yeah, yeah Bob Wangle's done so much for that. So much. And I would so have much. killed for that, you know, as a kid. I think I played one junior tournament that, what, I mean, I used to go to the dylan for the junior tournament to qualify for state and i qualified for state a couple times but other than that there's like no local tournaments no, i think no. one tournament the muni we played a junior tournament they called the city mm-hmm. championship and that oh, was the yeah. only and then they didn't have it again huh. after that and I, i'd imagine that helps you when you get in high school like i was we were talking the other day Butte, we've always had the kid that would shoot 72 get his name in the headline and then shoot a 96 yep you know, it, the, the next day, it, yep. and I think that probably has helped a lot of golfers. Like Trisha Joyce, you know, she won every Definitely. every oh, yeah. tournament of her senior year, won the state. Uh, I think a lot of kids that have, have, have grown up in that have an advantage of playing compared to, the, you know, my generation. Definitely, definitely. I, when I first really got into competitive golf and started playing a, you know, full schedule of a tournament every other week or a, a tournament a week, uh, that was when I would I would take a top ten or a top five or I would never I would never win anything in in these tournaments I was playing, but I, whenever I played well it was always so close to being what I what my goal was, and and everyone always told me like oh that's a great experience that's a great experience that's a great experience, and I got so tired of it like I, I don't care about good experiences anymore I want to win <laughs> I want to I want to accomplish my goals yeah and now here I I've won a, a bunch of tournaments over this summer club championship state championship divisional all 
all that all that stuff and, and I look back to the to the people like Chase Shoket and Brenner Booth and these kids that are young on the BU high team and, and they'll go out in a high school tournament and they'll say, Okay, I know what I'm gonna do in this course, I'm gonna know how to play it and they go out and they shoot in, in eighty six or whatever and they're frustrated with themselves and I think of the exact same thing. I was I was in your shoes once. I've I've gone out yeah. there and 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 uh, had a plan and, and played a bad round of golf, and and, and it's the exact same thing. You, they haven't had that uh, experience of playing a ton of competitive golf, and once they get that, which they they are, they're pushing themselves. They're playing these tournaments, and and when they get older and they can stack those failures and successes, that is everything in a moment like being down nine shots yeah. in a state championship and, and coming back to win because that's the, that's the foundation of all the good golf being played in high pressure moments comes from those experiences of struggling or playing well in those tournaments in in the summer southwest montana yeah junior state all those all those experiences rack up it, and that's that's everything for the people in, in junior golf now yeah, and you, you played varsity right from the start as a freshman. I yep. think you probably grew like a foot from your freshman to sophomore year, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I, I grew a bunch between uh, my eighth grade year and sophomore year. It was, it was like 5'5 five, five to 6'2 pretty quick. But, is is uh, that what you're about now, 6'2? Yeah, I'm, I'm about 6'2 now. Right. But, I imagine yeah. you probably would be a good basketball player, good football player. <laughs> yeah. Was it, was it tough not to play that, to focus on on golf or definitely and, and I always I always love those sports but uh, and, and I love the, the team environment and everything but uh, golf I, I really I really uh, realized that I could I could take golf really far if I if I put my uh, eggs in that basket and and it's not that I I wanted to give up on everything else that I was doing but I think that was the right decision for me at that time I I would uh, I would love to go out there and uh, be getting ready right now to throw on a basketball jersey and go play yeah. with my buddies but uh but and I, and I have a lot of respect for all the people that do that but uh I think it was the right decision for me yeah and of course now when I played high school golf it was in the spring so there wasn't yep. the conflict with yep. with football yeah would you have played football you think if you were uh golf was in the spring or would you still be cause I by the time August came around I was so tired of golf anyway, oh I bet you know and I don't know how they I don't know if I would have played football or golf or what I would have yeah. done if I would have mm -hmm. been, you know, like it For is now. Sure. Uh, I, I don't think I'd be playing football now. I, I'd probably, I, I probably wouldn't be playing football just because uh, my, my parents have always been pretty strict on the um, head injury and all, yeah. all, the, all head injuries. And, a lot easier uh, to get a head injury on the football field than a golf course. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're big. Uh, they're, they're big on that. Just, uh, they want to keep me from getting hurt, obviously. Yeah, and and uh, that's been kind of a precedent they've set w just the entire time I've been growing up. Yeah. So I, I don't think I'd be playing football, but uh, I I definitely wish there was a world where uh, football and golf weren't in the uh, the same season, so all my yeah. football buddies could come play golf too. Because I know they love it too, but they they just don't get the opportunity to play because they're they're busy during golf season. But just the way it is now do you work on the game quite a bit during the winter time when inside uh de definitely uh, it's not it's definitely not as as busy as the summer but i i'd say it's uh three to five times a week in the simulator and i, I don't usually take more than five days off if in, in the winter if, really if if i do that that i mean sometimes it's super busy and you can't control stuff vacations and all this stuff but um De yeah, definitely not. I, I try to try to keep the swing uh, intact. I took 
I took three days off after state, and I, I just I went and practiced a little yesterday, and it's it's weird. I haven't taken that long off in yeah. a while, and thinking about this winter taking a week off is crazy right now. Yeah, the first day of golf, and you, you, it always felt awkward getting the swing back. Cause oh yeah, because you didn't play no, you know, mm-hmm. October, November, oh, December, January, for sure. Very late March sometimes would be first time we could play. You yep, know? definitely. Do you practice putting in the? Is there somewhere you um, can putt? In the, in the simulator at the, uh, the country club, they, they have a little... It's not the same, but you put the ball in the spot and put it into the screen, yeah. and it, there's, like, break on the computer, and it, like, shows you. Oh, really? So it's, it's interesting, and it's a lot different, but uh, it, it's definitely better than nothing. Yeah. Have you ever seen the tech, the, the room they got there, the indoor putting green oh yeah yeah i've, I've i haven't been in there they can adjust but, the but i know they have the, oh yeah that that is super cool they do have a pretty cool setup up there yeah it, by the way uh sean ryan's gonna make me point out the great education opportunities of montana tech and the high placement and <laughs> oh, all yeah. that stuff you know oh, so yeah, they, i'm wearing my digger shirt oh, yeah here. of course <laughs> try to try to swing it. it that way though because i know he's working hard but yeah uh, <laughs> got a lot of opportunities but yep. but uh how, how has it been at school the last three days now that you've been this champ what's it it's it's uh it's been great i've been seeing you know everybody in the halls that some people i've known since i was in uh kindergarten and other kids i've met two weeks ago and just everyone yelling state champ and congratulating me and everything it 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 means a ton to me and, yeah. and that's a that's that's a reason you, I, that i went out there and, and fought and, and did it so so i could uh see those people and bring it back home to view high have you heard from gary Copervica? I haven't. I I'll haven't have to put you in touch with Gary. I think yeah, I might be in Missoula. Yeah, my my. I was talking to uh, my parents about him, and, and and they, I'm pretty sure he goes to the Grizz games and stuff. So I'm sure I'll see him sometime. Yeah, yeah. yeah your family's a bit of a Grizz family, oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely big Grizz fans. Both my parents. Uh, oh, and Grandma Marnie. Oh, yeah, uh, I think she lives and dies with yeah, the, the, the yeah, Grizz. Definitely. Uh, the Grizz, that's a, I think she could carry the weight of the whole fan base on her shoulders. I think but sometimes she did. She, oh, yeah. <laughs> some I'm of the sure. down years, yeah. Yep, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and this year you had, uh, we had a 65 in Bozeman. What course was that at? Uh, Bridger Creek. Bridger Creek. And it says a 7 under? Yep. So it was seven. Par 72? No, uh, 6 under. It was 6, six under, under, yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, so it it's was... not that impressive. Yeah, no, no, it's not 7. <laughs> I, I went and shot 2 under on the par 3. I think that's the only time. That's yeah, that's good. But yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> but yeah, I could never. I've never shot under par for an 18-hole round. It's you know. it's a tough thing to do, and and when you're close, it it makes it even harder to to break through that next yeah. level when you're one under, two under, going into 17, 18, or 18. It's it's uh, it's tough, and that, that's a big barrier to break through for yeah. sure. And that's the thing is what was frustrating for me about golf is I really haven't played in like 20 years. And a part of it was is I would shoot a 71, mm-hmm. and I, I would, it would be topped Follow out, that. and I would be so, but I would be so frustrated because I know I could do better. Mm-hmm. But because capable, you know, really realistically, you're capable of birdieing every hole. Yeah, you yeah. know, and definitely, uh, you're capable of hitting the perfect golf shot every time you step up. Yeah, but you don't. No, <laughs> it's nothing even close. And then you think, well, if I just birdie two of these next three, I'll be, you know, I'll shoot this. Yeah. And I could never get past that, and mm-hmm. that's the worst thing you can do yep. when you're golfing, right? It's, it's tough. It, it, it is very tough. And and uh, setting a setting a goal is is uh, the best and the worst thing in golf. You know, you want to set goals and you want to 
break your goals and set new goals and, and improve. But but when you're when you're a high 80s, low 90s golfer and you've always wanted to break 80, when you go out and shoot the 81, you are so frustrated that you didn't yeah. break 80. But that's so much better than you normally do that you can't sit there and celebrate yeah. the good round that you had. When really, if, if you don't set those goals and just go out there and try to play your best, you'll realize that 81 is a yeah. really, really good round. And that's that's a really frustrating thing about golf. And uh, it, it's it's a lot different than a lot of other things. And it's really similar to a lot of other things. But setting goals is, is often uh, a bad thing because thinking about results in golf is like death. You know, it's yeah. like, like, like poison. You, you just want to think about the next shot. And that's, that's the way to get it done. Yeah, and that's uh, – well, the most fun I think I remember having golf was being like 12, 13 when you shoot a 48 – that's your best ever. And then the oh, next yeah. day you shoot a 45 and you're like, wow. You yeah. know, and then you, and, and that's when it kind of grips you. Yep. Oh, and then, yeah. then when I couldn't get that anymore, no, it's, it was hard. You know, I, I, I had, it just got too frustrated and too mad. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, I've, I feel like from last year to this year, my swing has improved so much. I've been putting the ball a lot better. It's been going in the hole. I've been doing a bunch of great things. I've been winning way more golf tournaments this year than last yeah. year. And, my handicap has gone from like a plus 1.3 to a plus 2.3. You know, wow. I've improved by one shot. And, and when, the, when beginning golfers first start, they improve from a 120 golfer to a 105 yeah. golfer to a 95 golfer. It happens so fast that improving that 10 shots just feels like nothing because it's, it happens so fast. You don't yeah. really know what you're doing. But getting, breaking from the 85 to the 80 golfer to the 80 to the 70. It's like exponential of, yeah. of the difficulty to, to break to that, that next level for sure. Well, that's what I, I want to get back in the golf. See, I, I tried to, you know, play a little on the par three with the kids trying to get them and my son gets too mad. He didn't, he says, I don't have a temper for this sport. It, it's and tough. my daughters didn't like it at all. You know, well, Grady wanted to hit a, hit just like Tiger first time he ever swung, you know? And I figure, so maybe I'll get back in the golf one of these days. And then I'll just like be like wipe, wiping your phone, get a brand new, you know, you yep. have to start over and then, you know, everything I shoot will be my best. And yep. maybe I'll get that feeling again and I'll be a happiest to be at shooting 85 oh, yeah. instead of being pissed at myself for shooting a 74. Yeah. And just treat that old golfer that, <laughs> yeah. that you used to play with a bunch as a different guy. I, that, that might be a good strategy. I never thought of that. Yeah. But. Well, the one thing I did notice is when I played probably four or five years ago was I was hitting... I was hitting the ball pretty good when I played. I played one round of nine on the par three, and I hit a shot on one hole. Like, you know, I, on hole six at the par on the at the in the par three, I yeah. got a hole in one on that back in the late nineties one shot. Yeah. And uh, I hit a, a same club seven iron, you know. And I'm like, I hit a shot. I'm like, wow, that's right at the pin. Yeah. You know, great. And that's when I realized. 45-year-olds doesn't don't hit the ball as far <laughs> as you did when you were 25 and that thing was definitely was 20 not. yards short <laughs> so definitely definitely it's, not. It's, it's a little different but so how, how, how many how many tournaments did you win this year in high school high school i won three tournaments i won the belgrade invite so so there were seven high school golf tournaments yeah. i played in six and i won the belgrade invite I shot 67, 75, and one by one. And then I won the divisional golf tournament, shot 71, 69, one and by one. you won the one, two years in a row, right? One divisional. by one. Yep, yep, won the divisional twice in a row. And then obviously state, 72, 70, one by in a playoff. And yeah. then the other three finishes, I took fifth in Great Falls the first tournament of the year. 
I uh, shot 71-75, and then uh, Bozeman invite uh, was the 65-80, and then the Fairmont invite was 71-72, took second in both of those tournaments. And this one, uh, you shot, uh, what, it was 72-70, so we said? Yep, yep. And that, so, and that was uh, even par, right? Or is it? Even, yep, yeah, par 71. Yeah, so. I love that course. Yeah. That was my favorite. Well, as a kid, I played in the state juniors yep. tournament the Montana High, or the Montana Golf Association. Yep. And I was I was thirteen playing from the Lady Tees. Oh yeah. I remember and I was five I think is hole six this the hole you go over the water? Uh part yep. three. Uh hole five. Hole five. Yep. So I was like whatever uh so after four I was like five or six over par. Yep. And uh I was playing horrible you know I was thinking too much and then I bladed a shot right screaming shot down at the water <laughs> and it skipped like skip a rock. <laughs> and it went up, and it was like six inches from the hole. No way! I walk up and tap in for so birdie, cool. and I've never, never seen that happen again before. Uh, but it, it was such as because we were playing from late tees, we were close, you know. Oh yeah, you know, right that, down into it. And then I part out, and then I, I, I think I shot 40, 43, which was, I think forty five was my best of nine holes at the beginning. I was, was going to say that's shit, really good, you know. And uh, so I was tied with for first place with Eddie Cavern at the. Oh, uh, really? Remember Eddie when he won the '98 State Am. He's a Dylan kid, yeah. and we were good. We were good buddies, and we were tied for the lead. And then Eddie ended up getting second, and I got a distant third. And the kid from Great Falls won. And, That's uh, sweet. But it was part of my thing. I think I went like 83, 99, or something like that. Yeah, you know, it, That's it, how it goes. You know, the tournaments. So, and I think we've all been there. Oh yeah. Oh, even yeah. even the good golfers like yeah, I mean, even me. Yeah, even, and even when you did golfers after, on tour. What yeah. did you, you? You're 64. 65. 65 i followed that with 80 yeah. i mean it was it was uh taylor taylor 218s really yeah so you know you know what like joseph uh i guess he goes by joe now he's joe, joseph yeah. joseph mcgreevy who's you know got some great butte roots including his grandpa yep. Danny yep. kane three-time state am champ yep so you know what he's going through that you know because he he sees this story way differently than everyone oh. in butte sees this story for you oh. Yeah. He sees it as a collapse. You see, everyone sees it for you as a comeback. Yeah. Uh, so you probably, I imagine there's this part of you that hurts for him. Oh, thousand, I, a thousand percent. I've, I've said it before. Uh, I've said it before that that is like the last way I would ever want to win that state championship, and and I would have taken any way to win it before the week started, but now now that it's over, that is the that is the last way I would yeah. ever want to win that because I've I've grown. I mean. He was supposed to be named Jack, and our uh, our moms are both pregnant, and they said whoever has a baby first gets to name it Jack. Oh, so your mom and yeah, his and, mom and, and, each and, other. Yeah, uh, because my dad and his dad are, were like same thing, second cousins, but really close growing up. Yeah, best friends all the way through middle school, high school, college, and and so they're like super close together. And so when they were having us and we, our due dates were like, I was like two weeks before him. And so they're right. obviously super close. And he, that was, he still lived in Butte. Th their family still lived in Butte then. And uh, I, I was born two weeks before my due date. He was born two weeks after his. And so we're six weeks apart. And uh, they named me Jack, him Joe. And I, I mean, I've literally known him since he was born since we were That's babies. That's pretty awesome. And, and we've been friends playing video games and golf and uh, hanging out, climbing trees when we were young and yeah. playing hide and seek. I mean, it, it's been my entire life with him growing up and he's like 
the, he's like, I'm closer to him than I am to any other human on the planet. So to see him lose in that fashion and, and to see that happen to him was, was tough on, on my end. And, and that, that wasn't going to stop me from trying, obviously. Yeah. But, but uh, I didn't want to see it go down like that. And, uh, and, and I, I feel for him, for sure. I, I, I know what, what he's going through. And it's, it's, yeah. nothing, it's nothing fun. Every, even Tiger Woods has had rounds like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just, if you play the game. That yeah. happens. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, wheels fall off. Definitely, yeah. Wheels fall off of every car. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool that you've known him because I, I remember the first time I saw Joseph when he was at the 13 and under yeah. division of the, of, the, yeah. of the junior tour. And I, by the time I got there, he was already done. But he had his, goal, he had his, his medal on. And he was in the putting green, uh, so I took a picture of him. So that's and he, was, he had the the pain steward hat like yep, on, you know. Yep, of course he used to rock that. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, and uh, it's just a, it's hard to believe. It's amazing how fast time goes by that, that you guys are seniors now. Yeah, it's it, it just seems like you're just the little kids playing in the. Yeah. And of course we missed two years of the tour. Yeah. So I didn't. COVID, so we. Yeah. You know, I saw you. I saw you. I didn't see him as much. Mm-hmm. You know. So. For sure, it it is it is crazy to think about. He. He posted a picture of us. We we've been playing the Hitchcock in uh, the tournament at the Country Club, yeah. the best ball in June, for like five years in a row or whatever. And the first time we played it, we got a picture on uh, 18's green, and it literally feels like that was last summer. And yeah. we are like completely different people in the pictures. And he had the yeah the he had the pain the Bryson <laughs> Payne Stewart Ben Hogan hat on. And, yeah, and I was wearing a long sleeve Under Armour shirt and just like it it is just crazy how. How, how far it's coming to see us in the, the final group battling out in a state championship. Yeah, and was it the three you guys playing together? Uh, Tyler Tyler wasn't Tyler wasn't playing in our group, but, oh, but we were in a force we were in a foursome. He was in the group in front of us, uh, which he's the guy that I Tyler play, Avery. played off against. Yep, and he was in the group in front of us, and we we played with uh, Dutch Teeters, uh, Joe's teammate from capital and then logan connelly uh from skyview yeah so so that was that was a fun group that was a that was a great day and, and it's it's fun to just go out all out there and uh you know now we're seniors uh leave it all out there on the course for uh our final state championship and you know junior golf kind of coming wrapping up on us it's, it's crazy to think about yeah that's went by pretty fast that's for sure yeah of course, golf, you, you got decades ahead of you still with the oh, golf, yeah. though. That's a great oh, yeah. thing about the sport. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't play junior golf anymore, <laughs> but uh, at least I'll still be able to play golf. People playing football and stuff like that, they, they just got to – they really have to go leave it all out there this year because they're, they're done after this year and obviously yeah. after college. But yeah, um, it's, it's, uh, it's unreal, and it has gone by so fast. 5518 Designs is your uptown Butte destination for all of your apparel and gift needs. 5518 offers their own line of in-house designed and locally produced apparel celebrating what we love about Butte and our Montana lifestyle. You'll also find outdoor essentials such as Chaco sandals, Dekine backpacks and gear, and Kabu apparel and packs. Something for the whole family. Visit 5518 Designs at 27 North Main Street in the heart of historic uptown Butte and online at shop5518.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? 
Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grandes, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grandes can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Visit Casa Grandes Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandesteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now, it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh-brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save five cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. Dig City Supply has everything you need to cheer on your Montana tech or diggers with the largest selection of locally designed and produced fully licensed apparel and gifts. Bulldog and Maroon fans can shop their huge selection of fan gear for your teams and schools as well as a wide selection of Butte themed items. Modern, classic, wear your pride from Dig City Supply, a division of 5518 Designs located across from the parking garage of 43 West Park Street in Uptown Butte or online at digcitysupply.com. You want to watch your favorite football team on Sunday, but it isn't on TV? No problem. Go to Metal Sports Bar and Grill and check out all the games. In addition to a full-service bar and a menu full of terrific entrees cooked to perfection, Metal's also has the Sunday ticket. Kick back with some raised fingers, the best pizza in town, and a refreshing drink as you root on your team on one of 31 big-screen TVs at Metal's. Don't miss a moment of your favorite team with Metal Sports Bar and Grill, where the food is the star. Metals is open at 11 a.m. every Sunday during football season. The state tournament was last Thursday and Friday. What was the weather like Thursday? Uh, the weather on Thursday was really interesting. It, it was really windy off the start and uh, overcast, cold, cold day. And as soon as the rain came during the middle of the round, it came with lightning. And so there was a, about an hour, hour and a half, hour 45 minute delay. And uh, I was playing with Tyler Avery that day, and, and uh, everyone went, went into the clubhouse, and we kind of told each other, like, this, I, I don't want to go in and talk to everybody and hear how, how everyone's doing. And yeah. we, we were, neither of us were playing very well. And so we just wanted to stay away from everyone. And we uh, hung out there. The train tracks go through Green Meadow, and we hung out under the train tracks uh, in the little underpass there. And, and we just sat there and uh, just uh, talked for, like, an hour, hour and a half, hour forty-five minutes. Just yeah. talked about everything but golf, and and that was that was a ton of fun. 
And then after the rain delay, it was gorgeous. It was perfect. Really? Yeah, but like 60, 65 and sunny, uh, no wind rest of the day. So, so it, was, um, it was very interesting weather the first day. But, uh, but definitely, I, I don't think I've experienced anything, any round of golf like that in terms of weather for, for at least a while. Yeah. With the, the bad weather to start, delay, sit there and wait for two hours and then tee it up again for uh, uh, seven more, eight more holes. But uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that delay did happen, though. I was, I was on a rough one before that, and I really turned the, turned the right. round uh, around after that break, for sure. Right. What, what were you over? I was three over through ten holes, and those ten holes are really easy. And I, yeah, just three really stupid bogeys. Couldn't get anything going. Uh, lipping out everything. A couple bad swings cost me a ton of shots. And at that, that reset at, uh, at the weather delay uh, was huge because I came out and made a few good swings to start. Couple birdies, got it going. Didn't make a bogey after, and and, uh, and that really turned it around. Because I mean, I even with that turnaround, I was still seven back. So yeah, I can't imagine crazy. if I was, you know, if that was a if that was a bigger hill to climb, uh, that would have been tough for sure. Did you, so? Did you, did you go into that last day, like thinking I got nothing to lose, seven back? Who's going to come back from that? I'm just going to go pretty much. What I best? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I I didn't think. I didn't think about winning or going and claiming the first place medal or anything like that. But uh, I just I just knew that I, it was kind of like holy. I have one round of golf left to sum up this this whole uh, high school career, and I'm seven back of you know my my closest buddy. I gotta go, I gotta go give him a run tomorrow. And uh, I just thought about getting off to a good start and uh, just going and uh, leaving it all out there. Uh, make as many birdies as I can and just uh, try to go fill it up out there and chase them down. Yeah, and then, and that's what you did. You get, of course, and you're still nine back. Of course, yeah. for, for us nine, you lose ground. No, it wasn't. Down, yeah, no, it wasn't nine. the strong start I was looking what did, for. What either. was your nines? I, the, the second day, I shot 36 even on the first nine and then 34 one under on the back nine. And he shot. 34, two under on the first nine, and then 44 on the yeah. uh, nine over on the back nine. Then did you guys play the front nine first? Uh, the, the first day, and then first, you ended yep, flip it? Yep, exactly. E exactly. Because you finished on a par three, which is... Pretty anticlimactic, yeah, but we, we kind of made it not so anticlimactic. Yeah, and how far is that par three playing? Uh, it was 170 yards into wind off the right, so I just hit... Uh, I hit like a full seven iron, and it didn't even get there, but... And, and I hit seven, like, 180 in normal conditions. Really? But, um, yeah, it, it, was, it, it wasn't a little wedge, but it, all, it wasn't also super long. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, de definitely that, that start was not, not the start I was looking for. Yeah. And, uh, and it definitely was the start he was looking for. No bogeys through nine holes, couple birdies in there, pretty stress-free the whole way. Yeah. I think he hit every green, and, and it didn't really look like there was any slowing down for him. But... Uh, I'm, I'm glad that I could go give him a run for my money on the back nine and chase him down. Yeah, and then you didn't, going down the last hole, you still didn't think you had a shot. No, no. And even as you sink into birdie putt, yep, you, still you didn't, didn't think, think that was to... I, I thought that that long putt I had was to have any chance of doing anything. Yeah. And he still had about 15 feet. If he makes that 15-footer, my long putt is, uh, you know, irrelevant. 
and I, I would have lost by one on that. But uh, he ended up three putting, and I thought I won it for a second. But uh, yeah, it was it was just a crazy moment. Yeah, and then you had a. How long was it before you realized that you had to go play an extra hole? It was probably. 20 seconds it wasn't oh, that okay. long but so it, it was like 20 read. seconds but that's uh, that's 20. a long 20 seconds of yeah. being like wow but you got to reset your mind happened. again because you're oh, done oh yeah it's got over yeah cl clean the slate tyler because yeah. tyler knew the whole time he uh even in the videos of uh me making that long putt he was uh i mean you could see him in the back watching he he knew that that uh he needed to dodge a couple bullets from uh, joe and i but uh yeah, no, that that was a that was a crazy moment. I'm gonna you know clear the slate back into golf yeah. mode. Got to get this one done now, and, uh, and 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 it was it was ultimately good. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything about it. Yeah. Now you and Tyler are pretty good friends too, right? Yeah. You played a lot. For sure, for sure. Together. I mean, being being the same age and uh, obviously growing up, played a bunch of junior golf together. Um, I, I've known him and and I've played a lot of golf with him. I've played golf with him where I play bad and he plays good. And, yeah. He plays bad and I play good and uh, all the combinations. And he's just, he's a fighter. He's a true competitor. He will show up to the course in the tightest clothes he can wear uh, with the, the loudest voice he can talk with. And as soon as he hits a putt, he's going to walk it in no matter what. As soon as he hits a shot, he's going to club twirl no matter what. He, he just, he has a different level of confidence than anyone I've ever seen. And so, uh it's it's been good to to have to play against that and have to know how to uh, battle against that because it is it is completely different yeah. than playing against anyone else. And I believe he's verbally committed to tech. If I'm uh, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure, yeah. but I know he is I know definitely he strongly anyway. strongly considering right. it. Uh, uh, but maybe we're just wishful that be, thinking that he's ver being the yeah you know, my yeah. digger hood. I know there, he. So. Uh, <laughs> I know he is. Uh, definitely strongly considering it um yeah. if and, and and i'm i'm pretty sure he is gonna end up going there but i'm not 100 percent sure yeah. of anything and uh yeah he is he, he'd be a great addition to the team because he hits the ball a mile and he, yeah he just walks around with the confidence and just kind of the intimidation factor and and he's he's a really nice guy when you talk to him about anything that's not golf he's like the most like down-to-earth cool like funny guy yeah. but but as soon as it's golf, it's like everything he says is just like crap talking. Like everything really is, is just yeah. And, and he's not afraid That's to awesome. he's not afraid to be uh, out of pocket if it, if it means he can get in your head. Yeah. And uh, it, it's and part it's, of the game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's not nothing in the rule book that goes against that. But uh, <laughs> it is it is tough. I, I remember it, at the divisional tournament we were we were battling. He shot a 66 the last day. And I played really well. I shot 69 to win by one, 300 to win by one against, you know, eight of his birdies. Yeah. And uh, he was just rattling them off. I, I, I stopped watching his putts because after, like, two holes, he makes, like, a bomb on the first hole, makes, a, makes another, like, 10-footer on the second hole, and he's just walking the putts in, like, just, like, striding them in, staring me down after he makes it. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going I'm to have to look away the rest of the day. Like, I, I honestly can't. That's I can't awesome. see this. And all, it's funny, I, I went back and I watched all the videos. My parents were taking videos of our putts and our shots that we hit. And every single one, you could just see me in the corner looking looking away. Not, I, <laughs> I couldn't watch it. I was done. I was like, I just got to focus on what I have to do. I can't focus on anything that he's doing because it's, it will be nothing but bad for me. And, and that's just the, uh, that's just the, the factor that he, he brings when, when he plays yeah. golf. And that's, that's 
really good for him, you know, yeah. and really good for whoever he plays college golf for, because he's gonna he's gonna bring that confidence no matter if he's gonna go shoot a million or eight under, you know. Did did he have a reaction when you sank that long putt for birdie on the last hole? Uh, I I I don't know his immediate reaction, but at the end of the video, my dad like panned the camera around to the crowd, and he just he just he had his hand on his he had his hand on his face on on his chin. And he just slowly turned around, and walked away. Yeah. It, it, right, right. That was about like five seconds after yeah. when, and he just slowly turned around and walked away, uh, with with his hand over over his uh, over his chin. You know, kind of just yeah. like sitting there, like stroking his chin, like oh, more golf, more golf. Yeah. You know. Did he say? Do you guys? Any, any words said when you're going down the the sudden death hole? Uh. Uh, I think I I said to him we were on the. So we were a little backstory. We were on the ninth hole of the divisional golf, the, the final day, and we were both playing really well. And he, I had like six feet for birdie, and he had like twenty. And he, we're walking up to the green, and he says, he says, "Hey, I, I don't care, I don't care what you do. I'm, I'm making my putt." <laughs> He's like, "I'm making my putt. You gonna make it or what? Because I'm making mine." And same thing. I, I, I wasn't even watching. I just, I, I heard the putt. I heard the putter hit the ball. I heard him start walking, and then I heard the ball go in the hole, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And and it was, and I, I did the same. I I hit the I hit the shot on on the Sun Death playoff hole to about 13, 14 feet. He hit, he hits it to like nine probably, and uh, we were walking up, and I knew I put it. I knew I put it first, so I I looked at him and I said, "Hey, I'm making my putt. I don't, I don't, I'm, <laughs> I'm making mine. So you better make that. You better make that because yeah. I know I'm making mine." I remember telling him that, and he was right. just shaking his head like. I love giving him a taste of his own medicine yeah. sometimes. But, and and uh, you made it. Yeah, I, I know. It's, it's crazy because he, he made that putt on the ninth hole divisionals, and I missed my little one yeah. and the uh, other way around at state. So it, it's just crazy for it to, to come around like that, and I love little stuff like that. When, and you, that, that wasn't comes. an easy f- – if there's such thing as an easy 14-foot putt anyway, but that was kind no. of a bending one, right? Yeah, it was, it, was pr- I, it was pretty straight the whole way, and then the last five feet I knew was just going to swing left because I had a similar putt – uh, on my first hole of the day, I started on 10 and I, I missed it low. And I, I just, all I've heard about that green is, uh, everything breaks to the train tracks. That's mm. all I've heard. And in, in the round, it like, it broke like a way away from him. And so I was just kind of confused during the round. And then in the sun death, I thought I'd better bump it up a little bit and give me a little more break. And I just, I remember in my head, that putt was like, five six feet out from the hole and i just remember like screaming at the top of my lungs in my head like break 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 and it just mm. slung in there and, and uh it went in for me but yeah no not nothing easy about that yeah now uh that sounds like some advice that ed yo used to give us breaks yeah. towards the train yeah, tracks. There was oh, one yeah. That he told us in one hole aim for the golden bush and he uh, <laughs> you know you didn't you're too young to remember ed yo but he would sit back and just think you know he's so smart you know there's yeah. a and I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? And he goes, when you get on this hole in the country club in Missoula, aim for the golden bush. Yeah. Because it was a blind. It's like a blind oh, in the back yeah. nine. And you look, and there's a tree, and that's kind of golden way <laughs> in the background. Oh, yeah. You know? And well, aiming point. It, that's that's right. It's a little stuff like that. That's it's, funny. I, I love that stuff. I always hear people say stuff like golf courses don't have little stuff like this This green breaks this way or this yeah. thing. That, that doesn't exist. It's just the slope and yeah. the grain. I think Deer Lodge, everything breaks towards the prison. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's... And, and, and should I break away from the yeah, prison. When yeah, it breaks towards it. yeah. Everything's drawing you to that prison, I guess. But it, it, there are so many of those where that is that is like exactly true, though. Like yeah. it, even at the country club, like hole six is green, breaks to the creek, and 
in I remember when I played Laurel Gol- Laurel uh, Golf Club this spring for state the state junior. It was the same thing. Everything breaks in the refinery. Yeah. Old works. Everything breaks in the stack. <laughs> Everything's always breaking somewhere, and, and yeah. that's just just another factor that they got to make golf harder for some yeah. reason. And and thanks to Chris Peterson, he I thought he did a really good job. Oh yeah, writing that story for 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 Helen Independent Record Four Hundred Six. He did a good job uh, of not po- pointing out, you know, Joe's. Yeah, you know the collapse that, as much and talk, focus on under. what you did. Yeah. I thought he did a really good job writing that, but and I really appreciate how he had the video clips. Yeah, on, those on were Twitter great. of you making shots. So we saw you can watch your putt on both your putts, and, and you yeah. gave a nice little. Would you give a little pump, a little, and a little swing at the oh, club yeah. a little bit? Oh yeah, when that you made was that, one. that was all just just uh, natural, no no thought behind it. But yeah. I did consciously uh, fist pump on on the ninth hole. I knew that. Uh, Joe is still going to have a putt to beat me by one. And I knew that if I, because I don't really have any big yeah. reactions or anything. Like I'm not really like Tyler where, where he'll do the club twirls and the, the walking and the putts. And I'm not, I just kind of keep to myself and do my yeah. thing. But, but I knew that if I like fist pumped and walk, if I walked right by him and, and did that, it would just, and, and because I know I've been on the other side of yeah. it, feeling that, you know, you look up and someone's fist pumping right in your face and looking at you it's it's yeah. not that that can't that doesn't add any positivity to the putt you're about to roll, <laughs> and so I knew that if, if I did that I could I could get a little edge and 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 that's 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 about as far as, as that goes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, same thing same thing in the playoff. Knew that if I gave it a little fist pump, little uh, celebration, that that uh, it would just put a little extra uh, pressure on Tyler and Joe. Yeah. Now you make your putt. What what were you thinking watching him play? You just sitting there saying noon and noon and noon and noon. Because you've seen Caddyshack. Yeah, is, that, is that what you were it was, in your mind? Was, Are you giving him the noonins? It was uh, it was honestly so conflicting because it's golf and and you're supposed to like yeah my opponent's gonna make everything and, gentleman's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My opponent's supposed to make everything and I can't get too far ahead of myself. But like, it's it's hard when you're sitting there and it's like. If he misses this putt, I win the state championship, yeah. and it was start. It was kind of like a little bit of those thoughts, and then a little bit of like, no, he's gonna make. It. We gotta play. We gotta play another hole. It's fine. We gotta play another hole. Just block it out, and and uh, he missed it. it. It wasn't even really uh, close, I, but uh, it, it was just that as soon as that ball went by the hole, it was just real, uh, so much relief. Yeah. I imagine you weren't jumping up and down or pumping your fist or anything. No, you? no, because no. it seems like you would. No, yeah, that uh, that's a uh, that's a little much for uh, for that moment. But yeah, m- my dad was actually joking. Uh, he he was joking yesterday about how as soon as I won it and everything, uh, I just like went back to, to my golf bag and you know put my ball in my bag, tee in the bag, put my glove away, picked up my bag like I was gonna like walk back to the clubhouse. And I turned around. And I was just flooded by you know everyone's <laughs> everyone's crying and hugging and everything. And it was just that that was a moment where it was like it really it really did happen. You know. Yeah. I get a kick out of watching your mom watch you play oh, golf because uh, I remember uh, Jim Cambich, who was right hand man of the chief executive J.P. Gallagher. Yep. His daughters play basketball, and if you would be at the state tournament game or whatever, you're watching. You're down on the court, and you're looking. He's up there in the way up there in, in the you know stair, stairwell. And then you look and he's over here. He's over here. He just and that's kind of how your mom. It yep. reminded me what your how yep. your mom watched because she's she's intense. She's she's pay, you can't you don't really yep. want to talk to her much because no. she's she's 
no, yeah, you know, focused was, on yeah, watching you and she's nervous as could be. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, and, and then your dad's just, just your dad still, you yeah, know, kind of happy-go-lucky, yeah, you know, yeah. watching you, just happy to watch you play. And then your mom's, you know, yeah, watching, zoning, you know, so intensely. Trying to, trying to stay away from as many humans as she can. Yeah. <laughs> stay away. Just let me be my son. My dad has a picture of her from, uh, we had like four holes left at, at State. And she she saw the camera on her and she was kind of giving him a side eye like <laughs> get your camera off me don't look at me don't say anything to me I, this is yeah i don't know it's uh but to have parents that you know caring and yeah. supporting and, and everything that's that's everything really that i i wouldn't be anywhere i wouldn't be sitting down on a podcast right now if it wasn't for them <laughs> i know that uh it, it it really it really means everything to have uh parents as as supportive as them and and they are the the best parents I could ever ask for. They are, they just do they they just do everything uh, to, to try to make me my best self. To, uh, to try to make them their best selves, and uh, I I wouldn't trade it for for anything. And and it, it's really special to me. Yeah, and then I remember I think the first time I watched play golf, I think your uh, your grandpa Rick was there too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, same thing. I, I don't know how he did not have a heart attack this season yeah. watching me golf because he's the same way. Yeah, it goes to every every tournament. It's probably uh, harder on the people watching you than it is on you. Definitely, because they can't definitely. do anything about it. Mm, you exactly. Can do it, you know, that's they always tell me is like they'd much rather be the one golfing yeah. than watching because they can't do anything and they just uh, worry and they're so anxious about it and uh, and and they just want to see me do well so bad and. It's the same way. I mean, he, he was the marker for our group so he could get a cart uh, yeah. at divisionals and state. And I tried not to talk to him or anything or do anything too much with him. Obviously, he's so funny and so outgoing. Yeah. It's impossible not to. But uh, I just, I mean, every time I'd look back, I'd look back in those videos of me making that putt and, you know, uh, after the round, go up and talk to him. And he's just like, his whole body is just shaking. He's just so, <laughs> he's so amped up and, and it means so much to him. And I, I mean, it was the same when I was playing Southwest when I was 12 years old Yeah. and he's out there watching me play the nine holes and whack it around. And, uh, it just got there and try to have fun playing competitive golf. And he, he would take me and watch me the whole exact same. And, uh, and it, it's just, I mean, again, it's, it's the, the people supporting me and, uh, the people supporting me and, people like him uh that have done so much uh i mean it's their it's their state championship you know yeah. it's, it's it really is it's theirs because because i owe i owe it all to him and coach mankins uh i don't remember him being a really good golfer you know i don't i don't know if i think he played yeah. when he played golf i think he, he plays my brother and mm -hmm. they and they're usually you know cart and mm -hmm. you know some yeah. 18 oh, pack yeah. you know kind, kind of a, a oh, yeah. golf, but what does he do that that helps because i know because ed yo was my golf coach and we used to try to fix his slice because ed, ed wasn't a great golfer but he he you didn't want to play him for money because he, mm -hmm. he had the head games and stuff but he wasn't you know a great ball striker or yeah. great anything like that yeah. but he always had some tips some course knowledge and different things for, sure. for us you know for what, sure. what what did coach what does coach mankins bring to your game? uh coach mankins and coach johnson they're both oh, yeah, they're both so johnson, yeah. they're both uh it's, it's the same thing with experience. They, they've seen these courses and they've seen how their team does when they uh, play well and play poorly. And they see how their team does when this person says this and when this person does this. 
and and they know how they know how to uh, to motivate a team to how to keep how to keep our heads in it, um, how to uh, just give us you know motivation to go out there. And when you're when you're playing bad, when any of us boys, girls, one to five, uh, when any of us are playing bad, they know how to save that 87 into an 84, and yeah. then make our team total uh, one ahead of whoever to get this place, and and to to save that round and just get those those three strokes from you know the kid who's uh, having a tough day and yeah. ready to give up, you know, just. That that is is what they're really experienced in, and they know if they don't know exactly what club to hit or what swing feel you need or uh, what the shot shape looks like or where the putt's gonna break, they know they know that course management is so important, and they yeah. they they harp that to us, and uh, and I've I've been very happy to take on the role of like, hey team, let's get together. We are not hitting driver on this hole. On this hole, we're not gonna, you know, we're we're gonna miss right on this hole, and we're yeah. not gonna go here, and we're gonna take this club here, and we're gonna miss short of this green, and and th- they know how important that is, and they they put that on us, and and that is, I mean, those are those are definitely difference makers right there. Yeah. I mean, you, if you look in how much better the golf team has gotten from uh, last year to this year, uh, we lost uh, one golfer or five last year. And picked up Chase, obviously, who's a really good golfer. But one to five, we've all gotten so much better, and it's just that little stuff that that starts. You know, it starts with them, and it starts with us. But uh, that little stuff they they uh, put on us, the motivation and uh, the just getting that one percent better. They they emphasize that a lot, and that's huge. It's funny how much golf has changed since when I played, because of course we played in the spring. The coaches, the parents couldn't go watch you. You know, that's mm-hmm. just, and that I, that was something that I originally was against, partially because of my experience mm-hmm. when I was 13 at the stadium oh, yeah. and the, the dad of the kid who won it kind of heckling us. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he was really in my head. I'm a head case, so oh, I'm yeah. easy to get into. He oh, probably yeah. wouldn't have worked on you. But uh, I think that turned out to be a good thing. But back when I played, the coaches went out and played. You didn't see the coach. Yep. They, they played their nine, yep. you know, and Ted Stanisich was uh, – taking money from all the guys, you know, when he played the Dylan coach, an old Butte guy. And uh, you didn't get to talk to them until after. Say, what happened? You know, what happened? Why'd you do this? What'd you do? You know, Mm -hmm. but you didn't have, hey, just relax. You know, uh, that could have been, you know, you just one hole, you know. So that probably changes things. And I think it's a lot more serious now than than then too you know we, oh yeah we we, we, we had a blast you know <laughs> we play golf you know oh, I, yeah. skippy crippen was on my team so <laughs> the, you know you know skippy the best, from the club the best there there was never a, a moment when we weren't laughing oh thousand percent yeah and, and that's that's i mean that's how it still that's how it still should be and how it still is too when we see each other i i saw uh gavin on my second to last hole uh the first day of state and we were I don't remember. I remember laughing. I just remember really laughing, and I was clawing my way back. You know, state tournament, stay in it. But, but we we were just walking along and joking around, laughing with each other. It's still, uh, I, I think that that also is big too to just relax and yeah. and uh, know that what you're doing with golf isn't as big as it really seems in your head at the moment. But uh, but I can I can see what you're saying there with uh, how it, it, if it is a little you know less serious. Uh, because we yeah. do take it really seriously, 
Uh, if it is a little less serious, obviously the, the strokes are going to go up a little bit. And, and w- when, when it's just for fun, that's not a bad thing, you yeah. know, but, but, uh, now, you know, 2022 state, state tournament, it, it, it means, it means so much to all of us on the team and, uh, everyone involved with, uh, Butte high golf that it means too much. We just, we, we care too much, you know? Yeah. And the third place trophy, my, my brother did a little research on it too. I, I'm on newspapers.com oh, yeah. daily, you know, checking out stuff, you know? And we did find the 74 team placed third. Sweet. When I don't know if they have a trophy. We didn't, I'd never seen hmm. one. Yeah, no, at, I uh, never found high. one at the high school. I know, uh, I can't remember all the names on it, but uh, Fred Zimlack was on that team. I'm sure you know Fred. Freddie, that and, is so uh, cool. And Rick Edwards that was on sweet. that team. A uh, few other guys I can't remember. But uh, so I believe wow. this, this is the best finish since 74, which was mm-hmm. the year I was born, great year. Oh, so yeah. that's and I, it seems like you were when I talked to you Friday, you seem to be as happy about that third place finish for your team as oh, yeah. you were for your first place team. And I've seen so many people comment about how you're a great leader for the team and encouraging other kids. And it seems like that was genuine. And, and that seems and that's something I a lot of people don't think about is you're caring for the teammates like that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's uh, pretty cool that. If the, your legacy isn't just that you won the state championship, is your legacy is that you were that guy that cares about Chase Choquette as a freshman and what he can do in his career. Yeah, I mean, that's that that all means so much to me, and to, to hear that from other people to be called a great leader, and and uh, I mean, th- those are just compliments that that uh, that I just really really love to hear, and and I, I'm honestly th- there's not a lot of words to describe uh, hearing stuff like that because. Uh, I do just know how much it, it means to me. Uh, I knew that we were going to have a chance to bring home a, a trophy this year, and and I knew that you know, one to, one to five, Brenner. I, I knew he was going to improve much over the summer. I knew he was going to work hard, and and I I always stand. I'm like, dude, you're you're a good golfer. You got this. Go let your game speak for itself. Like like you're you're good. Just keep doing your thing, practicing, getting better. We'll, we'll be good. Same thing with Chase. You know, you, you're gonna. It's a big. Big experience, big a lot of big experiences for him, uh, coming up with with his freshman year and everything. And uh, I, I knew he was going to be there working and, and uh, doing everything. And just I I try to give them the the stuff that I've taken from like what we talked about earlier, the experiences, yeah. the successes, and the failures, all the lessons I've learned because some of that can be summed up into words. Some of it's just like I'm going to do better now because I've done I've played golf in the past. You know, yeah. some of it's that. But a lot of stuff is like, okay, you can't think this ever, and this is the mindset to have. And when going into a golf tournament, and and I remember when I was a freshman, it was like, oh God, stay golf. I I can't mess up. I can't mess up. And and now as a senior, I'm thinking I just need to go leave it all out there, try on every golf shot, do my process, go through my process every golf shot, and just do my best. That's all that matters. And and giving them uh, that and and what, whatever I can in that aspect. Uh, was was what I thought would would be the most important, and I just want to see those guys do well, uh, so much. And same with the girls' side. It's yeah. like in practice, I, I love to help those guys out, and and I really want to see them uh, be successful. And even going forward, I, I mean, the the team means so much to me, and uh, I, you know I love everyone so much on the team, uh, coaches, players, uh, every everyone. That I just want to see everyone succeed so much, and it it's nothing for me. To, to help those guys as much as I can, you know, and, and that's what it's really all about for me is to be able to put in the work with everyone 
over the summer and fall and just know that we are going to be in a better position going forward and, you know, let's go win state. Let's go win divisionals. Let's yeah. go do this. And, and that really is, is everything to me to, to see uh, the success that we had the last two weeks of the season. Yeah. That, that really meant so much to me to see how far that's, uh, that we've come as, as a golf team. That's awesome. And now you're in a, you're in a good position. You oh, yeah. get to sit back. You are, you, what do you think you said you had 14 offers before the season started for yeah. college? And, and I imagine it's probably roughly going to double. <laughs> you know, with yeah, the, we'll see. So, uh, but you get to sit back, and, and it's a tough decision to make, I'm sure. You know, as, you know, uh, definitely. There's, pro, you know, like I, I, I kid, you know, I'm not going to try to influence you to go to anywhere. Sean will, yeah. you know, try oh, to, no, you, I, you know, but yeah, uh, sure. I'd love to see you play tech just because I, we, you know, I could see you play definitely. here, but I'd love to see you go somewhere where you can play golf and just on Christmas Day, yeah. you know, outside and on in the simulator, you know, yeah. but it's, and, and I know you're a good student. Uh, what, what's your GPA? Uh, 4.0. Yeah. I, uh, I've been taking all well, honors and rigorous classes. I don't think mine was 4.0. <laughs> I don't think mine was 4.0 if, uh, if you added it together each time, you know? <laughs> but, uh, so you, do you have any idea what you want to study? Uh, I, I know that, uh, I mean, I'm a numbers guy. I'm more of a math guy than, uh, than an well, English guy. Your, your I, grandpa's an accountant, right? Oh, yeah. That's where it started. Yeah, I guess. Is your dad an accountant, too? It's in the genes, yeah. 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 yeah, and my mom, so. Oh, your mom, too? Yeah, right? a, lot, a lot of accountants. And uh, so, yeah, I, I guess it's in my genes. I'm more of a numbers guy. I, I don't see myself becoming an accountant, but uh, I, I, uh, I plan on doing something in STEM, uh, something engineering or uh, something in that, in that realm, you yeah. know, data and and uh stuff stuff like that uh for sure but i i'm still undecided as like a major occupation all that stuff uh going into college and uh i i really i'll figure that out and then obviously location's a big factor uh do i want to go to uh you know big city do i want to stay yeah. in this place do i want to go warm cold wh wherever it is um it it's all a lot different and it, it's a huge decision I, I, I know that uh, if I do go somewhere else or if I do stay here, whatever I end up doing, I know that I love Montana and it, it will be extremely hard to leave here because I have yeah. so many people that I love here. And, uh, you know, I love going out and fishing, snowboarding, yeah. everything else uh, around here. And uh, I, I don't know. It's a big decision and it's coming up. But, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say yeah. is just... It's a fun decision. I, I, it, it is. I, I, I'm envious of the, the position you are in life. Like my daughter just started college, and I like, would give everything I could to go back and live in the dorms and, and be in oh, her yeah. age again. You know, as Chris here would, would do the same thing. You know, it, and and some 20 years, 25, 30 years from you'll be saying that uh, that same thing. But uh, I think. Uh, oh yeah. In, uh, Louis Bartoletti is Central's last state champion boy. Yep. And and uh, Gary Copper, he, he won in 70, 79. Jim mm -hmm. Jerry Lyons won in 76. And Gary Copper won in, what was it, 50, 63. 63. Yeah. It's been 59 63. years. Yep. And I believe both Gary and Louie have played in pro events. You know, I'm not, I'd have to look back and see what, because mm. Gary Copper his resume was just beginning then. You know, his, yep. you know, so your, your whole golf resume, 
some way down the line when we're when when they're electing the Butte Sports Hall of Fame, you know, in you know 25, 30 years from now, it might just be oh yeah, y'all oh, and he also won the state uh, tournament, you know, because yeah. you but you're, you you got so much ahead of you, yeah, you know, and I imagine that's on your mind. I mean, you want to play. You know, I, I love to turn on the TV someday and see you coming up, uh, you know, 17 at Augusta National in contention, you know. Oh, uh, that'd be, that'd be Stuff sweet. like that. But I don't think I, – I think this guy's – I watch your game. You hit the ball far. You hit the ball straight. You, you, your putting is incredible. And, and you're mentally strong, which is maybe the most important part. Like when I point out you, you didn't you – I was pissed off that you had to miss those two divisionals in state two years ago when you know yeah. the covid quarantine yeah you know and i know you know everyone who watches you and was mad and upset and unjust and this and that you're like eh, i got two years left no big deal yeah and i think i, I think the sky is the limit for you and I, I i can't wait to watch what 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 you become as a golfer in the second phase of your career definitely uh i mean that's that's one of the reasons why i would uh want to leave montana if i ever could do such a thing but uh you know i i could also yeah see where my game takes me uh go have a great college experience somewhere and uh play on a, a high level team and and go compete and play a ton of golf and see as good as if i because i know there are a lot of kids that that are like that that are you know i'm from montana there's uh plus two handicaps or a dime a dozen uh in in the golf world at, at my age and uh you know, I, I've uh, from Montana, not playing a ton in the winters. Like, if if I go somewhere, like, how good could I really get? And yeah. that's what, that's what I don't know now. And also, it's like, does that really matter to me? Because I know that I also love doing a ton of other things, and I have so much respect for the people, like the Tom Brady's and Michael Jordans and professional yeah. athletes of the world. They're like, I'm going to do this and only this. I'm going to put every spare second of every day into, you know, whether it's golf or basketball or football or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that, and I have, I have a ton of respect for that, but, but I also love doing other things so much. And, uh, you know, the, the social, you know, aspect of my, of my life, I, I love all, all the people in different areas of, of all different stuff that I do, whether it's my fishing buddies or my school buddies or snowboarding buddies or whatever whatever it is uh I, I love so many other things so much that it's it's it would also be you know hard hard to leave montana and go chase that yeah when when i do uh love other things so much but it would be that's also that that is that doesn't take away from from uh that question you know how good can i get yeah but it is just big decision. And, and I, no matter where you go i, I think we're going to see a nervous rick priggy walking around watching you play <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like he'll uh, be following you you can take well, as I say, you could take Jack to a college, but you can never take Rico for watching him play every <laughs> round of golf, you know, yeah. whatever the saying is. But, uh, God, that's, that's funny. Yeah, he, he, he'll be out there. He'll be, he'll be uh, uh, shivering out there watching me play. And, and uh, yeah, you, you, can, you can expect that yeah. for sure. And how many strokes do you have to give him now when you get play with his group on at the club? Ooh, I usually he's he's like a he's what what I call like a reverse sandbagger. So he's like, oh yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a nine handicap. I'll shoot seventy nine today. It's like, well, I don't know. I scoop you scoop up all your five footers and stuff, but uh, we'll see. So he's like, oh, you only need to give me you know 
uh, six and six, yeah. and then it's it it's always a different story at the end of the round when I'm making him putt his three footers and stuff yeah. and give me his wallet. You know, <laughs> you got you give them to him early and yep. then make him putt them late. Yep, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so that's where, get get him where you want him, and then yeah. then you spring the trap. But, well, Jack, I appreciate you coming up here to medals and meet me and and talking. Of course, it's been a great. Yeah, it's, it's been great. We're at an hour. It's been a fun hour, and uh, it's been a great hour. It's been a very fast hour. Yeah, we'll have you on again maybe after you uh, you decide where you're going to go play college. Maybe, maybe that's that sounds like a good plan to me. All right. Well, Jack, congratulations again. I'm just so happy for you. Just I, I was. Thank you, man. Just really happy to see you win. I thought you were going to be a state champion someday, and, and and I just I was just tickled to follow that along on the computer and see you win it. <laughs> Man, thank you so much, and, and thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast. I'm so happy to come do it, and uh, happy to be on it, happy to be a part of it, and uh, everything. So, thank you so much. Proud to be from Europe, America, USA.